Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hire My VA Team and Business Building Podcast, where we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistants without breaking the bank. And that means your bank. And I'm Dave Braun. And as normal, my partner in crime here, I'm here with Larry Broughton. He's my, oh my gosh, fantastic friend, mentor. You know, I, I love traveling through life with you, Larry, you. through all these ups and downs. It's a lot of fun. Um, and you know, you've coached thousands of entrepreneurs over the years, helping them to become successful in their businesses and their lives. And just, um, I'm a, it's an honor to be here with you, man. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. Uh, handsome Dave. I appreciate you too. It's great to be on this journey together. And I just got to be honest with you. I couldn't do what we do in this coaching arena and, you know, in the victory program or this hire my VA without you. So, um, you're really the guy who's making it all work. I'm the well, we're a team. I'm the, I'm the we're, team. <laughs> we're a team, right? Well, this, you know, this, this episode that we're going to be talking about today, thanks for giving me a, a heads up on it, I think is particularly important and it shows how the teamwork kind of is going to work. You know, today we're going to be talking about, um, you know, project management and task management tools. So um, why don't we kind of dive into this and let's uh, give them the, the real question. Yeah, I think this, yeah. this might end up being um, uh, part one of a part two episode. Yeah. Part one of a part two. Part one of a two-part <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, uh, so why use project management tools? That's really the question um, mm. th that we've that we've come across. Why use this stuff when you're building a team? Yeah. And so uh, we've got a few reasons here that we've listed out um, that you need to use it in your business. And it becomes even more important when you're using, uh, when you're building a team, especially with virtual assistants. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're there with everybody um, non-virtual together, it's not quite as important, especially at the beginning, if you only have like one or two people. But once you start going virtually with folks, especially different time zones, different locations, yeah. it's going to be really important for you to have the stuff like um, in place to help you communicate a project management tool is just one of those tools in your arsenal to help you do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would argue day with you on that. I think that these tools are just as important. Even if you're just a solopreneur for crying out loud, yeah. well, well, why it just helps keep things organized because we're all distracted. And frankly, I think even in early startup organizations, if there's only a couple people, we're doing so many things, right? We're wearing a lot of hats. And so, although I, I'll be honest with you, I struggle with these because I'm not built this way. I'm resistant to systems, you know, like I'm a two on the, the follow through on, on the Colby. Um, but uh, honestly, our organizations, um, both the hotel company and our, you know, coaching business, Dave, with our book writing, all the stuff that we do together, we couldn't do without these, you know, between, yeah. you know, you and our home office and uh, the team in the Philippines, we've got all kinds of stuff, a lot of moving parts, right? And um, imagine if uh, these were all just post-it notes on your wall. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean that, well, that is a project management system and yeah, it that is. can work. Yeah, and, and things like Trello, for instance, is one of those, it's based on the post-it note model right yeah so the the, the tool cards. whatever you design or whatever you use for project management is help you to do what manage projects now 
um, when we say, when we're answering this question here, we're talking about it. Don't tune out just because it's yes. like, well, it's obvious I need to use a project management tool. Let me go to the next episode. Don't do that because one of the things that we're going to talk about here is all, in all these different ways is it hopefully will give you a little bit more inspiration to see how important it is for you to do it and to do it well. Okay. Dave, should we give some sample examples of project management tools now or later sure. on or in the next one or uh, sure. so that people really know what we're talking about and maybe put links in the description of, you know, some of these project management tools that we have found and use? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's there's a lot of them that are out there. You can do a Google search. Um, and part of the problem, though, is you do a Google Google. <laughs> <laughs> you do a Google search and you'll see all of them. There's so many different options. It's like, well, how do you pick one? And we'll talk about that in another um, episode, I think, but yeah. yeah, let's, we can rattle a few of them off. You know, there's Basecamp. I've used, I used that for, oh my gosh, about five years. It's a great tool. Um, don't use that anymore. So there's that there's, there's Trello. Like you said, there's mm-hmm. Asana, there's um, um, Monday.com. There's Rike, W-R-I-K-E. Um, what we're currently using is uh, Nifty, N-I-F-T-Y. Mm-hmm. Um, but mo- and there's also ClickUp that a lot of people yeah. are using. Um, that's a popular one. And they all will provide the same basic functions um, for you. So um, just you know, I, I think um, the idea is you just gotta you gotta pick something. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can always do it with. Um, like, like we talked about having the sticky notes on a mm-hmm. whiteboard or a blackboard or something like that. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that that can work um, in, with people in person, but it doesn't work that well virtually. Right. I mean, you can always take a snapshot, but that's just not the, you know, the best, the, the best approach. Yeah. Um, but you can use it that way. Yeah. Well, that kind of brings us to the first reason, I think, that we might just throw it out there. And it kind of goes piggyback on what you just got through saying. Um, you know, when you write something on to a sticky note and you put it on your whiteboard there behind you, Dave, then what's that doing? Well, it really gives you a place to put all those things that you need to do, you know, or that you can think of doing um, in one place so your entire team can see them. If people were working there in your office and they walked in from the office next door, they could actually look at your whiteboard and see the sticky note or the post-it note on there, right? Um, But when you do the, when you have these cloud-based systems that work that we've recommended here or not recommend, you know, I guess there would be a recommendation that we've used Trello or Basecamp or Asana. Um, it helps you to free up your mind. I have found that once you, I, once I write it down or put it into the job task board, it's out of my mind. I'm not spending the emotional energy thinking, Oh, I've got to remember this for the next time. Yep, absolutely. And if you you have a good project management tool, then you can put a due date on it and say to yourself, well, this isn't that important right now. But, you know, I just don't want to forget about it. So I'm going to put a due date for like a month from now. And then you can decide if that's important or not. But it, yeah. And, and Larry, that's one of the most important things that we can do as when we're trying to build our businesses is to move as much as possible away from tactical to strategic thinking, working on our business versus in. And so we've got to free up our mind to think and so that we can recognize new opportunities and new ways to do stuff. And if our mind is cluttered up with all these different tasks that we got to do, um, then, then then it's very difficult to shift into that mode. Yeah, and if you also think about just getting them out of your brain and stored somewhere, what if you get sick? 
you have yeah. kidney stones or, you know, you get hit <laughs> by a bus or something, you're going to be out of the office. You can at least have team, some, you've taken those things and assigned some of those tasks to someone, yes. to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's another great reason. Um, well, let's go. To the next one is when you have a, when you're using a project management tool, they all give you an opportunity to not only put the task down, but to actually document it and, you know, maybe what needs to be done on it. In fact, you could document the task itself. And if you want, you could break it down potentially into subtasks or what I do often is I will have a task and then I'll explain it to my team. I'll record a little video if That's they're good. not available. And, yeah. and it outlines what needs to be done for, for that particular task. So it gives you a way to document it so that you don't lose it. Because generally speaking, a lot of the tasks that you're going to come up with for your project management system is they're going to be um, not just done once, but you'll want to um, maybe, you know, repeat them for whatever you're, you're producing. Yeah. I love that, Dave, about the video recording. You could just use your, your phone if you want, but a tool that we oftentimes use is Loom. Because yep. You can do it right on. You can show your screen, show the project that you're working on on your computer mm -hmm. and do that. Yeah. But that does bring up, um, this, I think this is probably going to be num number three, I guess, uh, that we've given so far, is it gives you a way to actually prioritize what it is that has to be done, what you're working on. Um, and it gives everyone kind of an overall view of everything that's involved in the project that you're working on. It's one place. It's one-stop shop. But I love the, the prioritization uh tool that most of these uh, uh, programs allow you to do. Yeah. And you may have, you know, something that's really, really urgent that needs to be done. You can yeah. mark it. You can probably tag it as urgent or make sure that it's done on this particular day. It's, mm -hmm. it's, and it gives you a way to communicate that to somebody, um, um, you know, appropriately without, um, you know, that way that they can see it and that that way it's always in front of them. Yeah. If you record it on a video that that's done really that that needs to be done like right now that means they have to watch the video that's right <laughs> watch the video for a little bit right yeah. so you really got to put it in the task um either in the uh, name of the task some of them um well uh some of the the uh, project management tools will allow you to put like an emoji there you could do that you could you could uh, others will just allow you to put a tag of um, high priority or whatever but whatever you use um, it does uh, allow you to prioritize it. And that's what you, um, you should be doing as a leader. It's prioritizing. Yep. Yep. Good. Well, what else? What the, else? um, the next point is number four. Um, it gives you a way to scale your business, right? So the more, um, of your products that you want to produce, the more of your services that you want to give to others, um, you know, the more people that you bring on into your team, um, you know, you're, you're going to have to have a, 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 a you're going to have to have this in place so that you can scale it because you're not going to be able to necessarily communicate it verbally to everybody. And just, and, and as you produce more, as you do more products and services, um, you're just not going to be able to remember every single task. And so you're going to want to come up with the recipes. We talk about doing standard operating procedures for those. And some of these tasks will go into um, those as well. So this will give them um, a recipe, something that they can uh, repeat over and over. Yeah. And when you have that recipe, it kind of takes you to the next step. And that's, you're actually ensuring quality, yes. right? Because if you hit these steps, if you follow the recipe, right, you're more likely to de deliver a product that exceeds the expectations of the client and represents you well. 
I can think of the times over and over again in our organization, any business I've done where we've delivered a product and realized, oh my gosh, we skipped a step and we didn't deliver what we said we were, we were going to deliver. Yeah. Right? And so this provides it basically an extra check and balance. I mean, think about if you ever tried to make brownies without a recipe or I remember my mom making cakes from scratch and those kind of things, right? If you just follow the recipe, the likelihood that you're going to, that you're going to deliver a quality product, d- deliver to your family an edible cake is much higher, right? Yeah. And that's what I love about these project management tools from a leadership perspective and quality assurance perspective. So I think that was number five if I'm counting. Yeah. And, and a lot of times if you, if, yeah, if you, you swap an ingredient out on the recipe, you're going to make something that you don't want. Right. I did that once <laughs> I made, made a bunch of chili and I grabbed the wrong spice and I used cloves. Oh, I think it was, I think it was clove instead of chili. It was like right next to the spice rack, you yeah. know, and, uh-huh. and it looked in it. Was it? Clo- no, no, it was. Yeah. I think it was cloves or cumin or one of the two mm-hmm. but anyways it looked the same and it didn't taste the same <laughs> so yeah. i ruined it so yeah, yeah having the right te- the the tasks there and the and you know how you do them is is important to produce you know good yeah. quality stuff yeah. um yeah and then number six that we've got here it can help you monitor productivity so um larry talk a little bit about and we didn't talk about this in the pre-show um, when we're getting ready for this, but talk a little bit about the positivity productivity matrix that we run people, that exercise that we run people through in the victory, uh, master class. Um, just talk really briefly about that. Well, there's four matrix or four areas, four quadrants on this matrix. I wonder if I can find it quickly here, uh, in, in the book. But, um, the idea is that when you have organizations that are low in positivity, in low in productivity, that means that the organization is going to die a quick death, right? Um, but if you're, and that's in kind of the lower left quadrant, what we want to do is get your organization in its upper right quadrant, where there's high productivity and high positivity. And the way you get high productivity is by managing these tasks that we're, that we're talking about, making sure that the checklists are, are done. I wish I could turn right to it. Uh, in this book. Uh, yeah, I'm going to find it. I got it right here. I'm going to share my share screen. It? Yeah, I'm going to share yeah. my screen right now. Okay, let me share my screen. So if you guys are just listening to this, um, Larry, you're going to have to describe it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so we have four quadrants here on this thing. Um, and if you're just imagining in the lower uh left-hand corner of the quadrant, you've got a skull and crossbones, which means low productivity, low positivity. What do I mean by positivity? I mean, where people actually enjoy working in your organization, where there is, um, I think it was the last episode we did, Dave, where we were talking about- um, I'd be more positive. About being more positive with your team members, catch them doing things right, right? But if you're an organization that's uh, low in positivity, but high in productivity, imagine, if you will, like a- um, a medical alert um, signal, right? You're on life support. You can only get so much out of your team if you are a jerk and you're just standing over them with a whip, cracking the whip constantly. And the lower right-hand quadrant is like this fluffy, airy cloud where everything is sunshine, lollipops, and rainbow. It's all the time, 
where you, this might be an organization where you get to ride your scooters around the office and you have <laughs> beanbag chairs and you do group hugs and you bounce beach balls around because everybody feels good, but there's no productivity, right? Well, these project management tools help you live in the upper right-hand quadrant where you have stallions who are just pulling at the reins, right? Because people want to be on winning teams, as we often talk about, right? And a winning team means like you're getting stuff done, you're productive, you've got great momentum, right? And then you're encouraging your team members to be positive. So that's what these project management tools allow you to do is to manage your team more effectively so that you live in this upper right quadrant of high productivity and high positivity. How is that, David? Awesome. Awesome. What a great explanation. That is, <laughs> that is such a powerful um, exercise that we do in the class. And, and that's what one of these project management tools, if you use it right, it will help you monitor that productivity. That's one of the things that I'm doing with my team, helping us move because we're really positive. Um, mm -hmm. And it, we were in the lower right. We're moving up gradually to the upper right. And so it's helping us, helping me monitor what's going on. So in other words, I'm seeing tasks checked off or not checked off. I'm like, mm -hmm. what's going on? Let's talk about it, team. Sure. Why, what, you know, are the tasks not that I'm putting in there? Are they not, um, are they not clear? Am I not explaining it well? Mm -hmm. Or are they too big? In other words, is it one task that takes a whole week to do? Yeah. Or, and we're not breaking it down appropriately. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the things that it helps you to do because um, you can just, um, normally you can export the tasks and see how many are, are done. Yeah. David, that ties in well, I think, with this final point. Yeah. Um, and that is that it gives you an opportunity to actually coach your team up, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, we encourage folks to do periodic performance reviews, at least doing annual reviews. Um, and because everything that goes into these project management tools is archived, you can memorialize productivity. Mm, right? Yes. Are you communicating effectively? Are we getting projects across the finish line on time? Where's the, where is the choke in the organization happening with this stuff is memorialized there. Then you can go back and analyze it, right? And say, okay, here's what your part in this organization, or the, here's what your part in the success or failure of this project has been. And it's documented. It's mm -hmm. memorialized, right? Yeah. Um, and people want feedback, believe it or not, I know that this is a difficult thing for a lot of people. Most humans want critical feedback. They want to know where do I stand in this relationship? Right. Stand in this organization, right? Yeah. Am I making a positive contribution here? And if mm -hmm. not, tell me I'm not so that I can, most people want to please other people. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, and so it's our moral responsibility as managers and leaders is to give them that feedback. Yeah. Right. But for some yep. reason, Dave, we're so concerned, we're so scared to give the tough news. And I, I'm always baffled by that. Yeah, it's know? conflict. We're afraid of conflict. Nobody I, likes Right. But I think if we do it with a level of maturity, and we said this in a couple of, a couple of episodes ago, if we treat people like adults yeah. in a professional and respectful manner, you can give the bad news. You yes. really can. Um and, and this allows allows you to do that. And it makes it particularly easier, Dave, if you do what we were talking about again in the previous episode. And that is if you're used to giving good news to people, it's much easier to give the bad news. 
Mm. Very difficult to give a bad performance review if you've never given any feedback leading up to it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because yeah, we know, absolutely. oh, I should have communicated, I should have been communicating this and I've not. You know, we've got to do some, we've got to do some podcast series on leadership. Okay. I don't think we've got, I mean, this is our 79th episode, I think. Okay. And I don't think we've really talked too much about yeah, it. Even in our, even in our, in our previous podcast we used to do, I don't think we got, we touched on that very once in a while in the flashpoints one, there'd be a podcast, there'd be a flashpoint pod flashpoint on leadership when we talk about it. But I think that you're right. Crying out loud, we could do a whole program. <laughs> oh, well, I know. <laughs> Maybe this will be the start, right? Because yeah. the thing that reminded me of we need to do a part of leadership is that one of the highest levels of leadership you can get to is when you are more concerned about the growth of the person in the organization yeah. rather than having them give you accolades and yeah, all that kind right. of stuff, right? right. If you're more interested in the growth, then giving that um, appropriate negative feedback is a, is a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. You know, after I, I was skeptical when you'd said, Hey, we ought to make this, uh, give a, a second part, uh, to, to this podcast. Yeah. Maybe we, we ought to follow up, I think with another podcast, uh, okay. um, on talk this. a little bit more on yeah. the project uh, management tools. We'll do it. Sure. Okay. Sure. Anything else, okay. sir? No, let's wrap the thing up. Let's bring it on home. All right, folks. Thank you again for joining us today. Remember, building a team is the way to reclaim your freedom, and we're here to help you. Yeah. And one of the things that you can do to help us is, you know, talk about your project management tools. How will you use them? What are the great things about them? What are some of the features, for example, that you, you've got to have and you can't live without um, or, or, you know, your experience with them? Yeah. So just let us know those things, and we'd love to respond to that. Mm -hmm. So that would really um, help us, helps the YouTube algorithms to get um, the word out on our podcast, because yeah. I think we've got some pretty good stuff in here and we want to reach more and help more people. Yeah. So do that. And then the other thing we'd love to, for you to do right now is to go to hiremyva.com, get some more information on our course and community, because even without experience, you'll learn how to prepare for hire and thrive with virtual assistance. Um, Larry and I continue to help lots of folks and we want to help you too. We want to have you come in to the, to the fold and experience the, the freedom that we've got. Mm -hmm. yep. So just go to hiremyva.com for more information. Yeah, and folks, we love making high achievers out of entrepreneurs and leaders. Yeah. We, we really do. Um, and so thanks for being on this journey with us, Dave. Thank you for being on this journey uh, in life with, with me. I appreciate you, I love you. Um, and uh, I want more folks to have yeah. handsome Daves in their <laughs> life. So go find a handsome <laughs> Dave. Um, uh, to go on the journey, to go on the journey, to go on the journey with you <laughs> and do yourself a favor, do the world a favor, go do something significant today. So God bless you. God keep you. God hold you. All right, okay. my friends, go get them. We'll Bye everybody. Bye. Take care. Bye.